do you enjoy dumpster fires? Good news! Here's Rob and Jason. Hey! It's building the game with Jason and Rob. For tabletop game design, you really can't go wrong. Building the game, yeah, building the game. Hello and welcome to Building the Game, a documentary podcast. Today is Monday, May 7th, 2018. You're listening to episode 310. My name's Rob. Jason is here with me. On today's show, we've got an action-packed episode lined up for you. First, we're going to try a a new flavor of soda pop, so look forward to that. That's coming up here uh, pretty soon. After that, we're going to talk about a topic... Who knows what that topic's going to be? I sure don't, but uh, it's going to be a spectacular conversation. We actually forgot to figure that out before we started talking into this microphone. So, learn with us. After that, we're going to wrap up the episode today with a game pitch. I know, we're kind of changing it up this time, ladies and gentlemen. But uh, 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 it's going to be... It's going to be... Man. It's like... It's going to be like confusion like confusion put to words okay yeah. i just i just want to prepare you for that it's going to be mm-hmm. it's going to be uh pretty much par for the course so yeah also more technology problems for us so we are recording right now um without headphones so i hope we don't sound too terrible yeah, we are using our microphones into our little task cam recorder that we love. Our handheld thing. Handheld that we've had forever uh, because our task cam 600 box is not compatible with OS Mac OS High Sierra, which I recently was forced mm-hmm. to upgrade to so that I could get my songs off iTunes. Yeah. That's why. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, Mac, they're too good for version numbers, right? Too good for that. That's, that's, that's boring. Version... 10 or 11 or 25 whatever that's that's old that's old news right high sierra to be fair they do have version numbers but it's like when you know windows 2012 they mm-hmm. don't do that they say snow leopard mm-hmm. oh yeah lion right. yeah that high sierra that kind of nonsense they did a cat thing for a while they did yeah yeah links i don't know i just finally jumped to um uh, this high Sierra because um, I got a new phone mm. and I really wanted my iTunes songs and Mac would not let me have all my old iTunes songs mm. that I had downloaded previously um, unless I upgraded. Yeah. Why? Just because they're jerks. Right. Yeah, not no. for any good reason. Well, technically, I'm not defending them because yeah. yes, it's because they're jerks. But the real reason why I couldn't do it mm-hmm. was because the, my, uh, the version of... Uh, of iTunes on my uh, phone was too far ahead for the version of iTunes uh, on my computer. Right. So no good reason. No. I mean, no. it's. I think there's like a 32-bit, 64-bit issue between High Sierra and, mm. uh, and the other thing. So I'm assuming it's 64-bit on my phone, but was 32-bit on my computer. Mm. I don't understand what that means, even though I work in, in IT. Um, but I hear them throw that around a lot, and it seems like a real problem when they aren't the same. Huh. So Sure. Yeah, because, you know... When we have problems at work, sometimes they'll say, did you do the 32-bit or the 64-bit? And I say, um, you know, I'd have to double-check that. Which one should I be using? <laughs> okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then I'll ask someone on my team, hey, which one am I using? Oh, 64. Okay, okay, it 
we're good. We're good. Yeah, yeah. we're good. No, that we of course we did that. I, I would like a builder to write in and explain to us the difference between 32-bit and 64-bit. Yes. Can and, you do that? Yeah, please. That'd be great, please builders. Some, somebody explain to us why that matters, okay? Uh, and then and then explain to me well how s- there's 32 more bits, Rob. That's got to make sure. a difference. So what point then are we going to all end up being forced to roll over to 128 bit? All right, because because it, if it follows the you know the TV resolution thing that as soon as that well, as soon as everybody got an HD, then we all then now we're all being pushed to 4K. And I'm already hearing places start to talk about 8K. Yeah. So. Um, so I, I at this rate I expect we're all going to be uh, forced to upgrade to 128 bit whatever that means on everything within the next I'm going to say four years. Yeah, 128 K TV is actually what I'm getting. Forget 8 K. I'm 128 K. Yeah, it's going to be wow. That's that's I, here's what I 120 understand. more Ks. At so at 4K, uh-huh. at 4K when you right. look at something on television, right. it looks like it's literally in the room with you, right? Yeah. Well, see, not see the other thing though. You need is HDR. You need you need the 4K with the HDR, and and that's when it starts to look real good. Okay. Yeah. Oh, what I'm saying is this: when I even in our break room on the TV they have in there, which is uh-huh. nothing special. Yeah. Watch the shows they've filmed. Like, uh, they have people watch soap operas in there. Why, yeah. why you would watch soap operas at work? I don't know. Who knows? Yeah. If you're a builder and you watch soap operas at work, I'd like to hear about that. Tell you're, us why. You're wrong, but I'd like to hear about that. Yeah. Anyways, um, like the video that they shoot on the HD video mm-hmm. makes it look like a home movie. It's really weird. It's a high frame rate. Yeah, it is hurts it is. my eyes, it, right? It, yeah, we're we're used to to twenty four frames per second, right. right? That's that's film quality, yeah. or or you know, video games standard has been has been thirty frames per second. You know, and the, the new standard is the ultra high frame rate, which is sixty or even one hundred and twenty frames per second. One hundred and twenty eight k frames per second. That's even better. It is as eight more. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. One hundred twenty eight k resolution and frames. Yeah, um, times yeah. ten. Right. In Ta- HD. Yeah. Ultra high HD. With a, a ultra high definition range. Yeah. Right. In 3D. Yeah. 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 Wega. Some. Say. <laughs> hey, we got some soda here. Ooh, this is the part where we try the soda. Let's try the soda. So yeah. I've been telling you about this for years. You have. Uh, Frosty Blue Cream Soda. Uh, it is my cream favorite cream soda. Natural and artificial flavor. Yeah. I'm interested in the artificial part. Uh, where is this made? I don't see. Detroit, Michigan. Ah, Frosty is a registered trademark of Frosty Root Beer Company, LLC, Detroit, Michigan. It's not Detroit. It's Detroit. Yeah. Oh, that's it. Are these twisted? There it is. Yep. Mine twisted. Do you want do you want a man to do that for yeah, you? Can you? Okay. It's hurting my it's hurting my wimpy hands. Yeah, right. Thanks. All right, yours is too tight. <laughs> right? I know. <laughs> I'm gonna enjoy this while you figure out your problem. Mm, it smells good. Hmm. It smells I mean it smells like a like a cream soda, but Hmm. I don't know. Is it, there's, there's, a, there's a hint of something else, something right? Something else on that. Hmm. Yeah, it's weird, right? It's like it's like a slight hint of berry. That's uh, that's what I think, yeah. but I don't know if it's your brain looking at the blue and saying right, I'm not sure. berry. But I don't know why else it would be blue. Yeah, right? it's 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 creamy uh, and vanilla-y, but it also has a little a little sweet tang to it. Just, mm-hmm. but not much. It's very very light. Yeah, it's it's subtle. That's good. Yeah, yeah I yeah. like that. That's a, that's a winner. Yeah, this is so. This is my favorite. Whenever I can get a hold mm-hmm. of this, I'll, I'll buy some. Yeah, that's good. That is good stuff. 
Frosty Blue Cream Soda. This is brought to you by Ship Shawana. Hey, Yoders! <laughs> That's a Dutch joke. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yoders is a place where they have stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, our favorite store is Yoder's Meats and Cheeses, where we buy all of our meat and all of our cheeses. Because everyone in Shipshwana's last name is Yoder. Yes. Yep. Well, yeah, because there's the we go to that Yoder store. The Yoder store where I get this soda at is a different Yoder store. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. there's other Yoder stores around there, too. Don't you know? Let's make a game <laughs> that's, that's just called Yoder's. And everybody has to make... It has to... to uh, build and maintain and 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 profit from their their own different yoder store i love yeah. it yeah right yeah it's yeah. a winner it's a winner how are how you doing jason let's <sighs> i'm good yeah, been up I'm to? Good. uh yeah work has been very crazy of late it has dude right <laughs> yeah yeah holy cow what a what a few weeks we've had yes, they, yes. They, we're talking day job yeah, yeah day, job, day job stress yeah, 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 yeah. so uh and events yeah. um yeah, so that that's a lot going on there. I had a design meeting last night that I had to cancel because I was just like, I, I just, I my brain is too fried. I can't yeah. even think. So yeah, yeah. I've been, I have not had a lot of free time or energy to work on game design stuff, which which I'm I'm upset with myself about. Um, I'm upset with you too, Rob. I feel like I've taken like the last six weeks off and right. barely yeah. thought about anything. Quit being such a slacker. Yeah, yeah. Um, I haven't. I honestly haven't worked on Red Planet in. Probably two months. Origins coming up, man. You well, I know, right? I've got basically a month to Origins, so I need to get back on that. Um, hopefully, things will settle down pretty soon here, so I have have my uh, my brain back in gear. Here's a question about Origins. Okay, here's an answer. Can you pick up someone else's badge? Did I pick up Chevy Dodd's badge that one time? I don't know. Or did he have his badge and I got his daughter's badge? No, because he couldn't. So this is what I'm trying to figure out. Can You're going to be there badge? before me. Could yeah. you get my badge so that Saturday I don't have to wait in line? I don't know. That'd be so, that'd be. Hmm, I, I would guess not. Okay. The other thing I was thinking was, could I give you money and you buy my badge through your account, and then could you pick it up? That maybe we could do. And because on the family badge, I'll just pick those up Saturday when it's not busy later yeah. in the day. Because yeah. we're gonna do the family down set. It's only it's only like twenty five bucks for the whole family. The to whole go. family. Yeah. Wow. Be, I'm sure it's because they know mostly. Yeah. Someone already bought tickets to go for the other rest of them, but even right. if they didn't, you'll probably spend money. And sure, it's Sunday; it's slow. So, yeah. so yeah, that's our plan. I don't know. We could uh, we can look at the Origins website and find out. Or builders, if you know the answer to that question, let us know. Yeah, because we'll probably forget to research it anyways until Rob hears this. So. Yeah, right. Um, so, anyways, we, we should look into that because mm-hmm. I'll I'll double check. If not, I may just give you money and have you buy my badge if that's okay. cool. Yeah, I'm just fine with that. Yeah, yeah. I don't I'm going to have to stay in that line right. one way or another. Well, you're going to be there early enough that you shouldn't have to stay in the line. Well, I'm going to get there on Wednesday, but so I still need to get a hotel reservation. Um, <laughs> but my plan is to to uh, drive in sometime Wednesday morning. I'm not going to leave super late. What, it's about a four-hour drive? Four and a half. Four yeah. and a half, yeah. So I'll probably leave at like, you know, nine or ten on that Wednesday and get in the afternoon. And really, the only thing I will plan on doing on Wednesday is getting my badge and, and saying hi to a few folks and playing some games. Right. That's yeah. kind of my plan. It'll be dead on Wednesday. Yeah. You'll be fine. Yeah. So, and then... um yeah, I'm just worried because I only have a day, right? So, like, I don't want to spend the first two hours of the day standing in line for my badge because yeah. that sucks. That sucks, yeah. Because no. we did that one time. It wasn't and fun. It, and it sucked. <laughs> that was the time when we drove down for the day and had to drive back that night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was awful yeah. and stupid. Um, yeah, no, I'm happy to, to, to do that if, if we can if we can confirm in advance that that will actually work. Cool. Yeah. Because what I don't want to have happen is buy your badge 
and then not be able to pick it up and then have to stand in line with you again on Saturday. <laughs> I'm there is no way they won't let you pick up the badge for me. I don't know. I mean, they let me get Chevy's daughter's badge. So Okay. You know what I mean? So yeah. Anyways. Anyway. Uh we'll figure it out. Builders, I know you were concerned about that. So here, I've got some game stuff to talk about. Okay, um, do that. So I got rejected. Aww. So that's always cool. Uh, oh, wait, from a, wait, let me get the. I gotta get the thing. Oh gosh, I gotta get the thing. This Where's, is gonna take a while. Yeah, oh no, no, it's fine. It's fine. It's, I'm gonna uh, hum. Thanks for that. There it is. Uh, so I got rejected uh, from Mustachioed once again uh, from another good sized publisher who gets games everywhere. Uh, they felt like it was like another game um, that I've never seen before, uh, mm-hmm. and there were certainly I looked it up. There were certainly some similarities, okay. uh, but it wasn't uh, it wasn't as well as I know the game. It was not right, mm. uh, but for them, uh, it was sure. just a quick play. Yeah, uh, it just didn't hit for them, you know. And uh, the guy who picked it up was like, "I'm super sorry. I really like this. I really thought this would this would do better with them, mm. uh, but it didn't." So. Hey, it happens, right? Sure. Um, so now I just need to try and see if I can find somebody else to publish it. So I'm going to make okay. some some emails, send some emails out. I was going to say make some calls, but that that's not the case at all. Right. You don't generally call publishers. Yeah. So um, <laughs> they don't generally, yeah, give out phone numbers, right? Yeah. yeah. You did do airplane one, right? Yeah, it's okay. an airplane. Right, sure, it's, sure. uh, I just had a moment of panic. <laughs> it's backing up my photos to Amazon Prime. Okay, all right. <laughs> when I switch the new phone, here's the best part with the Amazon Prime photos. Uh-huh. When you switch the new phone, it backs up all your photos. Ah, all of them. Yeah. Again. Yeah. So there's about 100 new photos, and it's backing up 2,600 photos. So 2,500 yeah. photos are now probably triplicated on the Amazon Prime sure. website, but it's unlimited storage. Yeah, I don't do any of that auto photo backup stuff. I oh, I, I do. Yeah, because I, I like my photos. Uh, sure. Well, you know what? I'll just plug in my phone to my computer, you know, every two or three months and just copy them and dump them into a folder and then sure. I'm fine. Good for you. That's what I do. That must be cool for you. Uh, it's fine because it means that I, I, I'm i not constantly uploading crap. And Oh, mine only does it uh, when I'm on Wi-Fi. Okay. And if you like, I take so few pictures that it's like 10 seconds. Blue, updated, updated. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. Well, that's too bad, man. I'm sorry you got rejected. Yeah. No, it's all right. It's all right. Um, yeah, yeah. It's I'm totally still, fine. I'm still getting, well, I got one, I don't know, like three weeks ago, but I'm still getting rejection emails from people who looked at simple surgery at, at uh, Gen Con last year. <laughs> I don't remember. I, I know for sure, for a fact, got one three weeks ago rejecting simple surgery, um, which is funny. I, um, yeah, <laughs> it's just, it's just funny to me. It's entertaining. Uh, it oh, is. hey, I wanted to give a give a quick plug for um, uh, the Pirates Flag. That's a that's a game on Kickstarter right now by, by Cardlords. Cardlords is going to be printing uh, Eight Arms to Hold You. Yeah, they've got a cool. It's kind of like a, a it, it's literally a capture the flag game with pirates trying to capture the you know the the Jolly Roger. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it's neat. And you you know you're you're zooming around through uh, through the uh, uh, you know some kind of narrow passage and uh, rocks and things and. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't like yeah anyway it's it's there's a name for it in the in the campaign description I don't recall what it is off the time anyway so you're moving your ships around and you're trying so you you're first you have to race to get the flag and then and then it's a it's your your battling back and forth to try and steal the flag from each other and get it back to you know to the pirates cove or something like that okay cool. um and it looks super fun it's got a cool it's it's up to six players and it's got minis like you know 3D minis and all six minis are different which is a cool thing they didn't just like make one in three colors which you know that that's ex- wow. that's that's really cool, right? 
Um, that is. Most places don't do that. And, and so it just looks clever and fun. Uh, so you give them a shout out, uh, Tucker at Car Lords. Um, looks like the campaign's doing pretty well for them, but uh, but more backers is always better. Yeah, that is. So, anywho. I saw that um, Filler for Katarski did pretty well. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, it looked like it did. That was great. I was very happy for so. him. Um, gosh, what else is going on in Kickstarter these days? I haven't really gotten in there and looked at stuff in, in a couple of weeks, honestly. Um, yeah, I haven't really either other than that. Yes. You know, Mm um, yeah. Yeah. Um, other game news. What do you got? (sighs) That's the big things for me. I'm trying to get, uh, the new co-design ready for, uh, origins Mm -hmm. to do a playthrough. Um, it's, uh, it'll probably, it's so the full playthrough will take about three hours. Mm. So we need some committed folks to do that. Yeah. I volunteered you. Don't worry. Um, because <laughs> there's two of us and then you one more person and we're square. Sure. Uh, but no, no, it'll, um, it'll be multiple plays of the game, but yeah. we figure we need about three hours of testing from a devoted group of four people to get okay. their first draft gotcha. through to where we want it. So, gotcha. yeah. All right. And, well, yeah, uh, I'm happy to yeah, help. So. Yeah, but it should be fun, and, okay. uh, and I'm hoping I'll be there long enough that I could do it twice with two different groups of people yeah. uh, to really get some some thoughts and feedback. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then maybe if we recorded Origins, mm-hmm. uh, then we'll have that person on the show with us and we'll chat about it. That okay. sounds cool. Yeah. That'd be great. Yeah. We got to fill an episode, so might as well. <laughs> That's what it's come down to. Yeah. Well, we got to fill an episode, <laughs> so. We got to meet the quota. I guess so. <laughs> we got to punch that clock. Yeah. <laughs> um, so topic-wise, uh, we don't have a topic for today. No. Um, so uh, we should, oh, let's talk about Infinity War. Okay, ready? Spoilers coming at you. So He's if, kidding. Yeah, no. I'm not going to. I don't want people to turn off. No. Yeah. I haven't, I haven't seen it yet. Rob hasn't seen it yet. No. So this could be the, the podcast where I just spill spoilers at Rob. I would never do that, and Rob knows Please that, because that's not okay. It's not okay. No. Yeah. I actually did go see the movie the very first weekend, though, because yeah. I was so worried about... Um, spoilers. Spoilers. Yeah. Um, yeah. And you care less about spoilers than I do. Yeah. I'd, I'd but, rather avoid them if I can, yeah, but... Yeah. It's not the end of the world, right. but... Um, yeah. Um, so. I, my feeling is that if the movie's good enough, spoilers shouldn't matter. Right? I should still right. enjoy it. Some but. people will actually tell you that spoilers make the movie better. They're wrong. They are. They're wrong. I don't agree with that at yeah. all. Me, me, yeah, yeah, me too. But no, we're gonna try and see it this weekend. We'll see. I don't know. Um, we just got. We had a busy weekend. Got a busy week. Week nights. Um, yeah, this is kind of my only free night this week. So, and obviously, it's not free. I'm spending right. it with you. Right. What yeah. a mistake. Ah, uh, tell me about it. Um, the uh, uh, it is the highest grossing movie of all time for opening weekend now. Beat yep. up Force Awakens. I'm not so, surprised. Yeah, neither am I. So. I'm not surprised. There was a. They published a thing somewhere that was uh, mm-hmm. Ray's hand with the lightsaber handing it to Iron Man. Yeah. That's sweet. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. So, yeah. That's they like funny. to do that when that happens yeah. sometimes. Uh, you know, Disney beating out Disney. <laughs> yeah. Right. Oh, darn. Yeah. Man, what a bummer. Oh, man. Oh, so Star sad. Wars, really, it's, it's, on, it's on its way out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, so, anyways, um, let's talk about some game stuff. I think for our topic, it's going to be good. Uh, I've got some cool ideas for what we could talk about. No, you don't. Um, nope. You're no, just, just kept on talking. Let me tell you about this video game I'm playing. It's called Frostpunk. 
Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, it's a it's a city builder. You know that I like city builders. You right? love city. I builders. love city builders and management sims. I I love that stuff. So this one is pretty high concept. It's a it's kind of a steampunky world, but what but it's different in that it's you know uh, it's it's in that traditional steampunk time period, so to speak, and it. And uh, it's, uh, but but they, they change it up by saying that some kind of cataclysm has befallen the earth and uh, the earth is, is, is frozen. It's covered in snow and ice. And uh, uh, the only hope for humanity is if the final, all the, the last remaining cyber, uh, survivors from London. Um, tra- of course. Yeah. Because, you know, steampunk, you, right. you need, you need Japanese London for that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, so they all they all travel north into the Arctic, um, where there are vast coal deposits, and uh, and the only way they can survive is they build this this heat generator in the center of a of a crater in in the the north, and uh, and they build their city and their settlement around this heat generator. And of course, you need to go there because that's where the coal is, because you need to burn the coal to power the generator. Okay, to 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 keep everybody from freezing to death. Mm-hmm. And it's it's super super harsh and brutal and 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 heavy, um, and uh, uh, it's also it, and it's it's interesting because it's not just it's not about building the most efficient city where everything's working like clockwork. Horrible chaos will befall you at some point, and so it's just about trying to scrape through as long as you possibly can. Um, in this game and and it, it will occasionally pop up challenges for you or, or some kind of a some kind of an event that's going on in your city uh-huh. and and you have options on on how you can resolve that um uh, and, and and typically one of those options is, is to pass a new law of some kind uh you know for example um w- within my first 30 minutes of playing the game it pops this thing up and it said so you, you know hey, my initial settlement i only had 80 people and i had all 80 of them assigned to 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 do work for me Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and it and it said, "Hey, your supply of this thing is running low, and you don't have anybody left to to do that for you." Oh yeah, you you have an option. Problem. You could you could pass a new law that requires children to to start working. A child labor law, which means children have to work. <laughs> so or, or not. So you could you could pass a law and children will have to go to work and your society will likely survive because kids are, are are pulling their weight, um, but children will likely get sick more often and will likely die uh, from accidents or frostbite or whatever, uh, and that will lower the hope rating and increase the despair rating. Or you could do nothing. Your kids won't work, but your people will likely starve to death and freeze. So what are you gonna do? So it's like you know you're making the immediate. You have to decide between making your immediate uh, efforts a little little easier for hoping for long term with long term risks, uh-huh. or you make your immediate term harder, uh, or or it's you know it's already going to get harder, and so you 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 just deal with how hard it is and know that there are long term repercussions for the struggle. Um, and the game just does that. It presents you with those no-win situations over and over and over again. And and so you you know you're building your city, but you're also kind of passing laws and and passing policies that um, that uh, really change the way your society is growing and changing. And it's a really cool idea, and I'm I'm digging it. And and I like the kind of high concept steampunk theme to it. You know, that sounds. Actually, really interesting. It's yeah, it's cool, man. Kind of tough. Yeah, it's cool. Uh, it got. I probably played it for about an hour and a half, and uh, it kind of got to a point where I was like, I need to just take a break. 
because this is too heavy. So I'm looking forward <laughs> to getting back to it, though. So it's called Frostpunk. It's like 30 bucks on Steam, so it's an easy buy. Uh, I highly recommend it. Um, yeah, that's what I've been playing this week. What are you, what are you doing with your phone there? Um, I, so, um, yeah, I was pulling up our old voicemail, our voicemails, because oh. I realized we had a couple voicemails that we haven't okay. played. And, um, so I thought that would be a good thing to talk about. That might And then be. it made me download the app to be able to play them, which is annoying. Okay. So, but I'm going to play them now. Okay. Hey there, BTG. It is uh, Patrick Rollins here. I just came back from my first ever proto spiel, which was amazing. I got to meet so many cool people and play so many prototypes, and I got some good feedback on my games. My question for you is, what is the etiquette around giving someone feedback and them not listening to you at all? So I was playing a game with someone. I told, I gave them some feedback, like, hey, I don't think your tying mechanism works. And just for reference, the tying mechanism is if there's two people tied for first, whoever ends the game, whoever triggers into the game wins. Uh, now that's great in a two player game, but in a three player game, you can have zero victory points. And if you break, if you sort of trigger the end of the game, you still win if two people are tied for first and second. Anyways, I was saying, hey, I don't think this thing is great. And instead of listening to me, or at least just nodding and politely ignoring everything I said, uh, the person just told me how wrong I was, and I just wanted to get up from the table, punch him in the face. And I decided to get up from the table, even though I probably would have like sat. I, normally, I would have loved to like give him more feedback, but I really didn't know what was appropriate. So I would love to know what to do in the situation if you're talking with someone it doesn't seem like they're listening. Can you just walk away even before all the feedback is done? I, uh, cause I didn't know what to do. So would love, would love to hear your thoughts. Thanks. Bye-bye. So the question was, can you just walk away? Well, the answer, sir, is <laughs> yes. Cause you did. Yeah. Um, thanks for, thanks for the message. Thanks for the call, Patrick. It's nice to hear from you. Um, uh, boy. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's one of those things that, you know, sometimes people are people, right. And people can be, can be difficult. I mean, I people are people, right? Yeah. And why should it be that you and I should get along so awfully, right? People are people. <laughs> Anyways. Okay. Uh, yeah. Sure. Yeah. Okay. You were making a point? That didn't help at all. No. No. Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah, pe- people are challenging sometimes. Uh, and that's a, that's a fact of life. Um, and, uh, and, you know. Uh, that's tough. So, so when somebody, when you give somebody feedback and they say, no, you're wrong. Well, man, I don't know. That's tough. Um, all you can do, all you can do is just, I guess all you can do is walk away. I think you made the right call. Yeah. Uh, That person sounds like a jerk. Uh, Here's the thing. We've all gotten feedback. We didn't agree with. Sure. And you know, let's say, let's give this guy the benefit of the doubt. Let's say he's thought this through. Maybe he tried it your way, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Um, but it sounds like he was, you, Patrick, you seem like a pretty nice guy. You were like, Hey, I went to this thing and it was awesome. You seem really happy. Right. So I'm going to guess that it's not like you were like, Hey, your timing mechanism sucks. Like your face. Right. Mm -hmm. Then he might get upset. But if you were just like, Hey, you know, I think this could be different. And I'm assuming this guy wasn't just like, I disagree with you because Mm -hmm. of these reasons. He was like, you're wrong because you're stupid and your face is stupid, right? (laughs) So if that's the case, then yeah, you did the right thing. But, um, you know, if you're a game designer and somebody gives you feedback you absolutely hate, or you know, like, 
like he, like Patrick said, you just smile, nod your head, and ignore everything they said. Yeah, right. Because you know what? They played your game, and they're trying to help you. Now, there have been a few times where I've had to say to someone, like, I, I got it. I'm good. Thank you. Um, if I feel like the person is someone you can engage with, like mm-hmm. I might say, hey, mm-hmm. here's why I don't like that idea. What do you think about these reasons, right? Basically trying to say, you're giving good feedback, but I think it's not going to help me, and this is why. So based on that... What does that make you think, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I've had that be really successful. Sometimes it's not, but I've had that be successful. Sometimes you feel like, well, if you're just going to defend everything, you know, against everything I say, okay, I'm not trying to. Like, but you have to be really polite when you do that, right? You sure. can't be a jerk. So yeah. I think getting up and walking away is absolutely appropriate, right? Sure. You yeah, know, it, it, uh, this is something that uh, that I've I've learned in my professional career, uh, which is heavily involved in in just communicating with people. Um, you can't control how someone else receives information from you. All you can control is how you deliver information. Um, so um, I, that for me, to remind myself that is helpful in moments like that, where I feel like I'm trying real hard to, to be productive and positive. And when somebody reacts negatively to that, I, I try real hard not to take that personally because because the only thing that I can control is the way I deliver that information, and um, my the way I do that may or may not have an effect on how they receive it. You know, right? Um, so I I would say I would say um, good on you for for not standing up and punching the guy in the face and telling that he has a stupid face and other face related atrocities and offenses and comments. Um, exactly but uh but yeah I, yeah but i mean yeah so it sounds like you handled it well uh, you handled it the best you could um you don't know what other feedback that guy's gotten today you don't know what his journey has been with that game design you don't know i, I mean you don't even i don't know if you know who that guy even is anymore right maybe you'll never see him again it's hard to say but um yeah that's just that's just how it goes sometimes and it's it's too bad it is too bad i've got one more Okay, please. And then you pitch a game. Yeah. Hey, guys. Uh, it's the schmuck Isaac. Uh, just uh, listened to one of your episodes where you did your fantasy casting. And uh, I wanted to share with you that before I really knew the two of you, I sort of knew what you looked like, but I hadn't really gotten to know you guys. In my own head, I had done some fantasy casting. So, uh, Rob, you were Brian Cranston from Breaking Bad. And uh, Jason, you were Charlie Day from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. And I got to say, even though I know you guys now, when you're on the air, when I'm listening to the podcast, those are still the people I think of. Uh, I hope that's uh, okay. I hope that uh, doesn't make anybody feel bad. Not my intent, uh, but I thought you might enjoy it. Uh, So this is Isaac. Keep doing what you do, guys. Take care. (laughs) I'll take that. Yeah, no, I feel good about that. Charlie Day definitely. I mean, uh, Brian Cranston from Breaking Bad definitely cooler than Charlie Day. I, I, I mean, I'm a little <laughs> jealous of of Charlie Day, honestly. Really? Yeah. I mean, that dude. That dude is. Have you seen Always Sunny? Some of it, yeah. yeah. Oh, that is. A, he is the best character on the show. He's not the one who knocks, though. No, he true. is not the danger. He is not. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> I, I, nor am I the one who knocks. Though I apparently remind Isaac of right. him, and That's I funny to me. I'm okay with that. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can totally see though why I can see 
uh, Charlie Day and you. Really? Yeah, and and yeah. specifically, I, what, gosh, what is this character's name? He, well, he's just Charlie. He's just Charlie in Always Sunny. Okay. I can totally see Charlie in you. Interesting. I'll have to... It's been a while since I've seen yeah. anything from that show. I'll have to check it out again. Now man, I kind of want to know. That show, man, it's it's a beautiful, beautiful thing. And it's so awful. It's yeah. so awful. It's the, Nobody on that show has a single redeeming quality. They're all terrible, horrible, disgusting human beings. Yeah, right. I know that. Don't, Every single one of them. And it's just so funny. If you look at most sitcoms... All of the people on those shows are terrible. Friends, uh-huh. every single one of those people, horrible people, sure, right? Horrible people. Seinfeld, yeah, same yeah. thing. Yeah, they're all atrocious, atrocious human beings. I mean, any sitcom I can think of, mm. most of the characters are terrible people. The Cosby Show, yeah. Well, now, <laughs> oh, good, topical. Good riddance. That dude's going to jail. Yeah, right. I mean, I don't. We don't know that, but I'm, I'm sure he is. He better, so. right? I really hope so yeah. for a long time um, until he's dead. Yeah. Uh, you're right yeah. though. All the best shows have characters that are just ungodly. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. I guess because it's fun to watch them. I don't know. Yeah, well, it's it's that so, Schadenfreude thing, right? Right. Yeah, taking pleasure in the misery of others. That's that's what it is, and that's just a like a core human thing. You know? Right. Right. We like to see other people suffer, and that's disgusting and shame on us. But it, but it's it's a truth. Yeah, it's it a truth true. about humanity. Schadenfreude, right? Yeah. Schadenfreude. Yep. Uh, okay. Pitch a game now. Oh. Pitch a game! Do I have to? Yes, you do. All right. Um, Otherwise, this show is way too short and not enough about games. That's so. true. All right. So, um, uh, GameCrafter launched a new contest for um, solo, games. solo games. So, I said, you know what? Let me let me take another crack at this. Let me try. Let me try. And I, I just, I at least got to think about it. So, I sat down the other night and it was like for the first time. This was like two nights ago. The first time, first time in like six weeks that I actually sat down and did some brainstorming. Um, and so I thought, could I could I do a solo game about asking someone to prom? Promposal? I hope you're calling it promposal. No, that's pretty good though. Well, that's what they call them now. Is it what? Promposals. Really? Where they do like the big crazy stupid stuff to get oh. girls to go to prom or boys to go to prom. Wow. Promposal. That's no. the name of your game right there. Well, that's pretty good, actually. Well, the, it's a it's a thing. Yeah. I was just so, calling yeah. it prom date because you know that I, I'm bad with names. Promposal. That's the new okay. name. Well, so it, it, if it was this was not about necessarily um, the grand gesture. This was a this is basically a solo dating game, was was my thought, right? And it's about you you need to pick the object of your affection and as you play the game you are you are trying to woo them with the end goal being them to say yes when you invite them to prom be easy to make this a stalker game too yeah well (laughs) i i okay i will read you word for word the first uh the first couple of lines uh first three lines okay from my notes here yeah prom date could this be a theme it would need to be kind of innocent and earnest Nothing sexy about it. Right. Period. Yeah. You know what keeps running through my head? What? One is the loneliest yeah. number because you're playing a solo game about trying to get a date. Right. Well. It's like the anti-Tinder or dating app, whatever they are. Tinder's yeah. a dating app, right? Yeah. I literally don't know because I don't sure. need to it's date a, people. It's a thing. I've, I've seen commercials. Um, so, yeah. So, a uh, solo game. So, uh, uh, I don't have a lot of good structure or a good good... Uh, a concept of how you play. What I have is kind of a, a scoring structure. 
uh, or a, a kind of a kind of a resolution structure in, in goals, right? So, um, so I'm thinking that there are that it's it's a game played in four rounds, okay? Um, and each round it has a, has a specific trait that you embark upon, okay? Or you, and what you're trying to do is you're trying to show to this to your date. Uh, that where you fit in with this specific trait. The traits are funny, compassionate, spontaneous, romantic. Okay, all right. Um, now each and also at the start of the game, you pick you pick the person that you want to date and that you eventually want to ask out to the prom. And I think the game probably has. I'm right now. I'm thinking I, if I were to take this through to to prototype, I would probably do four different uh, dates. But with the structure I have, there could be a lot of variety and a lot of options in that. If you want it to be a John Hughes movie, maybe they should in the end realize their best friend is who they want to date. Well, one could be it's, so. Like my for my base four, I'm thinking you know the 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 head cheerleader, the the football uh, captain of the football team. Um, uh, one of them would be a robot, and one of them would be I don't know um, a werewolf or something. You know. I don't know, Teen Wolf, right? What kind of freaky school is I, I, this? I know, I just, just, just to make it silly, right? That's the idea. To make it kind of silly and, like I said, innocent and kind of earnest. I feel like you should do that, but make, like, the captain of the football team Frankenstein and, like, you know... Monster yeah. Prom. Monster Prom. Yeah, so, uh, so there's things I can do with that, right? Monster so, Prom Puzzle. Yeah. I, I, I'm... I'm, I'm I was thinking, you know, what if, what if, you know, you could also choose to take your cat to the prom, you know, or, or, you know, one, one of them is yourself. You're your own date to the prom. Like you, you know? are when you're playing the game. It, yeah. Well, but so, so it, if you fail, that means you don't get a date and you stay home from the prom. You don't even go. Right? Okay. So, and, and based on who that person is, like if you're going to take yourself to the prom, that might be a little easier than taking the head cheerleader to the prom or the catch the football. Gosh, I would think so. Yeah. Anyway, uh, and so in that case, it's about building up the self-confidence to go on your own, right? And I don't need a date kind of thing, right? Right, yeah. right. But, you know, inviting the cat to the, to take your cat or your dog to the prom, that's that's the easiest. That's the super, super easy one because- I feel like all you most do is, proms, showing up by yourself would be better received than showing up with your cat. If you showed up with, with, well, maybe your cat, but with your dog, if you showed up with your dog to the prom, you would be the life of that party. Hmm. People will be like, "Whoa, you brought a dog, dude!" Have you seen my dog? I yeah, I have. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> if you had a cooler dog, <laughs> yeah, I agree. <laughs> All right. Anyway, so so played in four rounds, and it's uh, so start of the game. You've got you've got a deck of cards, um, and I, I there are probably thirty cards in the stack, maybe even a little less. But you shuffle that up, uh, and then you deal out four piles, five cards in each pile, and the rest of the cards you're not even going to use. Okay. These these are these are the uh, you know the um, the affection cards. These are cards that are going to dictate uh, what or, or what you have to interact with to prove to your prospective date uh, that um, that you are you are these things. You have these traits. They, these uh, cards also have suits on them. You know they're like you know uh, roses and violets and uh, hearts and I don't know question marks or something, right? So different suits involved in that too. Okay. Um, so each each of those dates that you're going to pick. They they want you well. Let me let me get on to scoring, and I'll come back to where the oh dates fit. This is still a loose idea. I'm sorry. I'm still yeah, trying to figure this out. Right. <clears throat> All right. So I've pitched worse. It's okay. Yeah. So you, so you put out these four stacks of cards, five cards in each each stack, mm-hmm. uh, and then you flip over the top two cards from that deck. Okay. Okay. You flip over one uh, from the top of each deck and put it in front of it, and then 
you take the next one, flip it over, and put it on top of the deck. So, so by doing that, you can uh, on on the start of the round, you're going to pick one of these decks that you want to clear. You want to resolve it. You want to get rid of that deck. Okay. Um, and so you can see what the first two cards are in that deck, and you can compare that to what's in your hand. You can say, I think in this round, I'm going to be able to conquer, uh, conquer, or, or complete, or clear this deck. Okay, mm-hmm. so it allows you to kind of look at that, see what you can see for your challenges. Of course, you, there are still three cards that are faced out. You don't know what those are going to be, but you can look at what you have in your hand. Kind of maybe, hopefully, if I do it right, strategize a little bit about what the best way to clear that deck or that stack is going to be. Okay. Okay, so you pick which trait you're going to try and do for each round, and then you pick which deck or which stack you want to clear. Okay. Now, during that round, you're going to play cards from your hand. I think you're starting... At the start of a round, you probably have seven cards in your hand, uh, and you can play cards to clear that deck. I don't exactly know how you do that yet, but we'll see. Um, and then uh, and then at, at the end of the round... Oh, and you, and you play... I think in that round, you can play really probably as many cards as you want to clear that stack, okay? And then once that stack is cleared, the round is over, okay? Okay, that makes sense. All right, that round is over, and then you score that specific trait. Okay. Okay. Now, um, you score that trait, and you have you have a token. You, you're going to have like a just a little token that, let's say we're doing the, uh, we're doing, where were they? You're doing the funny round this time, okay? And you have a funny token. And then you've got a you've got a score track in front of you. And the score track is hey, it, it's a line down the center, and there's there's a an upper side and a lower side to that score track. So there's like a it, call call it positive and negative. Okay, there's a positive side and a negative side. Based on how you resolve that and how long it takes you to resolve that, you're going to put the funny token on either the positive side of that line or the negative side of that line. Okay, and then also depending on how you performed, you're going to score a number of points. Could be anywhere from one to three points. And so you're going to say for for my funny round. I scored it positively, and I got three points for that. So you put it in the number three position on the mm-hmm. positive side. Okay, so that's done. Now you have, then you draw your hand back up to your starting seven. You do the next round. Let's say in the next round, I'm going to do my compassionate side. That side, you don't do as, well, as very well, okay? So in that time, you still scored three points, but you spor- scored three negative points. Oh, wow. So at the end of that round, you're going you're gonna to put your compassionate token on the negative three side, Okay. All right, you go to, you go to round uh, three, and this time you're going to do spontaneous. This one, this one you do, you finish the round and you score it. You score positively, but you only get one more point for that. So what you do is you take that spontaneous token and you put it on position four on the positive side because you got one more point on right. the positive side. Yeah. Right. And then your the last thing is romantic. You do really well with romantic. You clear that. Uh, and then you score three more points positive, and so now you take that to the uh, five, six, seven point, right? With me? Yeah. That scoring yeah. works. You okay. Have seven right. and minus three. Yeah. Right. Um, okay. So now uh, that's the end of the game. All right. Um, oh, uh, I should say also your your hand, your dating hand, your, the your hand of cards you're drawing from. There's a finite number of cards in your in your deck. Okay. Um, and every round you're going to draw up to seven to start the round. Uh, so if your draw deck runs out before you clear all four stacks, mm-hmm. then you, you, you biffed it, you drop right. the ball and, and you, and, and basically what you do then is you would, uh, you would just not score that last one. Okay. That probably means depending on the difficulty of your date, that probably means you're losing, you're not getting a date to prom. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Now the next thing that we go to is we need, we need to know, am I 
it, now this is this is done. I've done everything I can. Now I'm asking out my date. Are they going to say yes? And they're going to say yes. You're going to know at that point if they're going to say yes by comparing their prerequisites on their character card to where your tokens have fallen. You know, so you know the head cheerleader wants you to have 100% success across the board, and she wants your total end score to be somewhere between you know nine and twelve. Okay. Mm -hmm. She wants, that's what she wants. She wants you to be the most awesome person in the school. Right. But if you're dating the robot, the robot really doesn't care. Maybe, maybe you're dating the goth guy, right? You're asking, asking out the goth guy and he just wants everything to be super negative, man, you know? Right. And so then you want, you want to have your all negative score be between, you know, nine and 12. Okay, and 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 then there, so it could be an overall score on on one side of the spectrum or on the other. It could be that you need negative funny uh, because this person has no sense of humor, but you need super high romance, and your romance needs to have been the fourth round that you picked and the highest score out of everything. Right, and so by mixing up different combos of things, you could have you know virtually infinite uh, array of different people you could date. Right, so that's why I'm thinking starting out with four, but you could you could easily have you know, 12 or 20 different people that you want to ask to prom based on how you can strategically plan your actions. So it's not always about getting the highest score and getting, always getting a positive. It's about, it's about the zone, getting in the zone, right? Getting, uh, uh, directing those, those rounds to get to the end result you want. Right. Okay. So that's, that's kind of the core concept of it, but I'm not sure yet exactly how to, make those cards interact with each other and, and how to actually do it. Yeah. It's an interesting concept. It needs yeah. a lot of love to... A lot of love. Yeah. Yes, right? <laughs> There's a lot of work to do. Uh, like all the whole get playing the game part, I still need to figure out. Right. Yeah. So um, that's that's what I've got Here's on Here's the good news. If nothing else good comes out of that pitch uh-huh. uh, during it, it occurred to me what I'm going to pitch next week now. You literally okay. gave me an idea for what I'm going to pitch next week. Okay, so that's why you look tuned out for a minute. Yeah, yeah, okay. I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> sorry. That's all right. Yeah, yeah. So, anyways, cool. All right. Yeah. So, yeah, promposal. That's not bad. That's not bad. I don't know. All right. Um, I think we're about out of time here. Yeah, are we? Okay. Indeed we are. No other Super thoughts? Late. No other things you want to talk about? Nothing else on your mind? I want to say that next week will be better, guys, and I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we will have yeah. real topics, and we will not be so unfocused. Uh, the technical difficulties and just some rough times at work has... Uh, we are just a little out of it today. So, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. But we still... It's important that we get our episodes up. We have committed to that. Yes. We want to see that through 100%. They can't all be winners. <laughs> we can't all be uh, uh, rap battles. So. Right. It's yeah. true. We're so. following a high with a low. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All <laughs> right. A couple of lows, to be honest. Anyway. All right. Well, thanks, everybody, for listening to the show. Uh, if you want to get in touch with us, you can send us an email to buildinggamepodcast at gmail.com. You can follow us on Twitter at podcastbtg. Jason is at Slingerland. I am at poorly underscore designed. Uh, like us on Facebook and give us a five-star review on iTunes and Google Play and Stitcher uh, and anywhere else great podcasts and mediocre podcasts are found. Uh, call our Google Voice number at 770-HOTEL-BTG. Go to our website, buildinggamepodcast.com. Um, don't forget, you can also record uh, audio clips and email them to us at buildinggamepodcast at gmail.com uh, as an alternative to voicemails. Let's see. Don't forget to buy our games. Uh, you can get uh, Unreal Estate. You can get 
uh, water balloon washout. I think you can still order through our website. Correct me if I'm wrong, Jason. Correct. Correct. Uh, look for Saloon Tycoon and uh, Epic Monster Tea Party. Uh, oh, and the Saloon Tycoon Ranch expansion, uh, which I'm sure you can get from your friendly local game store. Look forward to that. Yes, if you like salad dressing, I very much save by that game. Salad dressing? Yeah, ranch dressing, bro. Oh. Comes in that's, the there's packets of it inside. That's the joke, right? When I opened it up, there were packets inside with scorpion spice. Yeah, yeah. Well, I um, mean, it's, you know, Caesar dressing has anchovies, but but ranch has scorpion bits in it. Right. Yeah. Ground up chitin. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? Scorpion. Scorpion venom too. Uh, and uh, from thegamecrafter.com, you can get a copy of uh the Rumplebum Academy for a bug based baking. Finish it. The outrageous storytelling party game and treasure trouble, which a couple of really really uh, intelligent and 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 well-reasoned people in the UK this week bought copies of Finish It and Treasure Trouble. Whoa! Good job, guys. Or girls, I Very don't know. Very cool. Well done to both of you. Uh, you have excellent taste, may I say. I just said it. That's enough. Good night. Good night. Building the Game is a co-production of Imminent Entertainment and Poorly Designed Studios. All of the ideas presented by Rob and Jason are property of the Building the Game podcast. Next time on Building the Game. Mother do 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 do. Mother do 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 do. Mother do 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 do.